Yes, Sam. This will be my shining hour, calm and happy and bright. In my dreams, your face will flower through the darkness of the night. Like the lights of home before me, or an angel watching o'er me. This will be my shining hour till I'm with you again. This will be my shining hour. In my dreams, your face will flower. Watching o'er me till I'm with you again. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first installment of Dive Deep and Dig, where I take a record from my personal collection, rip it to the computer and play a song off of it, tell a story about the acquisition, the personnel, or, or any other like interesting tidbit that I find along the way. What better way to start the series than with the first track off of the first album that started this uh, finance and space-consuming endeavor? It was a tax-free weekend and. Others were out hitting up malls and whatnot, and I was digging through this skeezy thrift shop. Not like not like the good ones, the the kind of dirty ones where you have to d- dig through a bunch of garbage to uh, to find any semblance of treasure. That kind. And it's a madhouse, and people are everywhere because tax-free weekend coincided with the start of the school year. So families are getting their new wardrobe for their growing children, getting new shoes, new pants, all that stuff. At the end of this uh, pre-owned garments aisle... There's two smiling faces shining to me like a beacon of oral goodness. Not oral goodness, you bunch of perverts. Oral goodness. Completely different. And, uh, I take it with me to the checkout line. It has the right colored price tag, making it half off, and I became the owner of Sammy Davis Jr. and Count Basie's Our Shining Hour, arranged and conducted by Quincy Jones. And we just heard the title track, uh, My Shining Hour, off of that. It's, a uh, not a bad start to the collection, if I may say so myself, and I do. Now, thrift shops and their variations, like flea markets, are my number one go-to for vinyl purchases. I really like digging through every Barbra Streisand album ever, pres- ever pressed uh, to come across one you know nothing about, but it looks cool, so you take a dollar gamble that there might be something funky on there. Like if you were to come across a painting of an afro man blowing volcano souls, 
Follow me here. There's an afroed man blowing volcano souls across a sunset landscape, and then those blown volcano souls turned into an American flag cape that the afro man was wearing. You may or may not take that gamble. I definitely did. So here's Joe Tex off of Buddy Miles, a message to the people.
If you're listening on headphones and you notice things like the guitar panning left or right or any other post-production technique, those aren't on me. Those are on the album. All I do is normalization when exporting and then I fade in and out of songs as needed. All the analog blips are corrected using analog methods and then all the digital blips are fixed digitally unless they interfere with the recording itself, in which case they remain. And then all the snaps, crackles, and pops, those are going to stay in as well. Now, full disclosure, Joe Tex, the song we just heard, is my personal theme song. If you don't have a personal theme song, I highly recommend you get one. For those that don't know, a personal theme song is uh, its one that plays in your head when you walk into a room full of strangers. It helps put you in the mindset appropriate for whatever situation, and Joe Tex is appropriate for every situation. Now, it didn't click when I bought the album, but Buddy Miles was the drummer in Jimi Hendrix's Band of Gypsies. And he came from a quality musical pedigree. His father, Raymond J. Miles Sr., played upright bass for Duke Ellington, Charlie Parker, Dexter Gordon, as well as Count Basie, who we just heard, although Buddy's father does not play on that track. Buddy also did some work with Carlos Santana, going so far as releasing a live album. He was the lead vocal in the California Raisins Claymation commercials. He drummed for everyone from Buddy Miles to Fish. Yes, that fish. And all that because I like the artwork, and I did a little did a little research on the back end. I wish I could have seen Buddy drum live, but he did pass in 2008, and I was never afforded the opportunity. Someone I have seen live, however, and I'd love to see again, is Molly Jean, the one woe-man band. A singer-songwriter based out of Missouri, Molly's toured the world a couple times. She's put out a few albums on Solid Audio Production, a label that appears to be based out of Missouri as well. Now, most one-band bands have some type of foot percussion. Scott H. Byram has what I think is a 2x4 with a bass pickup and sleigh bells attached so he can stomp out a beat. Shaky Graves uses a kick and a snare. He has um, a mallet and a stick attached to attached to kick pedals, and then each pedal goes under his heel so he can kind of stomp out his own thing. Molly uses a farmer foot drum. It's got six pedals of cymbals and different drums, so she can basically be her own drummer. And they have little contraptions. I shouldn't say little. They're life-size contraptions. They have like nine and 12 pedals if you're into that kind of thing. So all the sounds you're about to hear come from one woe man and an assortment of instruments played with her feet, with her hands, and, uh, and her voice as well. So... Off of Folk Blues and Booze, here's Molly Jean, the one woe man band with Tumbleweed.
Now, I know some people who don't like Molly Jean. They don't care for her at all. I really dig her stuff personally because say what you will. She means every word she puts out there. Others may, well, others are more technically proficient in a lot of different ways. And a lot of those people seem very hollow in comparison. So go support live music. Pick up an album while you're there. It may provide like half the gas to get to the next gig. These downloads, they cover a small, small fraction of most traveling musicians' operating costs, even stationary musicians' operating costs, like a fraction. So go out, see some stuff, buy some stuff, support your local live scene. Granted, I'm working with a media that has recently been gaining some traction, but it's still the chosen media of years past. So supporting the artist by going to a show isn't always a viable option. Downloading is, online hunting is the only way to actually get the album itself. Because a lot of these groups, I mean, the people may have passed, if we've mentioned about Buddy Miles. Some of the stuff only existed for a brief moment in time, which is what happened with our next selection. Because I have no clue who the Golden Toadstools are or were. I can barely find anything out about them. I know that in 1968, they put out a 7-inch on Minaret, a soul label out of Nashville. I know that two of the members, Merlin Jones and Wayne Branham, went on to release a 7-inch on RCA Victor under the moniker Wayne and Merlin. I know Wayne Branham, I believe that's the name, Wayne Branham, released a solo 7-inch on Sound City Productions in 1981. And I found an obituary from Merlin Jones, who is said to be a retired musician. That's all I got for you info-wise. But know that the Golden Toadstools released one of the funkiest cuts ever, and here they are with Silly Savage.
you silly savage. Now, if that doesn't make you move, I don't know what will. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If so, you can find all of these recordings uploaded to the Dive Deep and Dig YouTube page. It's the exact audio files without my rambling between the songs so you can mix and match as you see fit. Enjoy those as well. But if you hated everything about what I'm doing here, this next song is for you. Shel Silverstein, born in Chicago, Illinois, 1930. He was a man of many, many talents. An author, a poet, a cartoonist, a playwright, songwriter. Now I was introduced to his works as a child through, uh, I think I think have most people were, through like where the sidewalk ends and the giving tree. And only later did I learn of his roles with the likes of Playboy and Sports Illustrated and music as well. Now I'm going to focus on his musical endeavors because, I mean, that's why we're here. So, ready for this? One's on the Way, performed by Loretta Lynn. The Taker, performed by Waylon Jennings. And A Boy Named Sue, performed by Johnny Cash, were all written by Shel Silverstein. He's been covered by and written for numerous others, including but not limited to Bobby Bear, Jerry Lee Lewis, Belinda Carlisle, John Prine, the Irish Rovers, Emmy Lou Harris, Chet Aikens, Marianne Faithful, and Dr. Hook and the Medicine Show. Ron Halfkind was a musical director for the movie Who is Harry Kellerman and Why is He Saying These Terrible Things About Me? That's a very long title for a movie. I'm just going to throw that out there. That's a very, very long title for a movie. Ron's friend was Shel Silverstein, who wrote the entire soundtrack. So Ron hears a demo tape of Dr. Hook and the Medicine Show. He puts them on the soundtrack, singing a couple of Silverstein's songs, and that, in turn, lands Dr. Hook a contract with CBS Records. Now, Silverstein had been looking for a vehicle with which to convey his musical ideas, and he loved what Dr. Hook and the Medicine Show had done on the soundtrack, so they continued to work together, and it brought about a quite successful collaboration that lasted for quite a few years. All the songs on Dr. Hook and the Medicine Show's first album, Dr. Hook, which was later reissued as Sylvia's Mother, if you go out hunting for it, and their second album, Sloppy Seconds, were all written by Shel Silverstein. All the songs off both those albums. Six songs off the third album, Belly Up, four songs off their fourth album, Bankrupt, and five songs off the fifth album, titled A Little Bit More, are either written or co-written by Shel Silverstein. It wasn't until Dr. Hook's sixth album, Making Love and Music, that they recorded none of his songs. And so ends the collaboration of Shel Silverstein and Dr. Hook and the Medicine Show, and so ends our collaboration of me talking and you pretending to listen. Again, thanks for tuning in. I hope to see you for the next installment, but if not, this song is for you. Off the album Sloppy Seconds, performed by Dr. Hook and the Medicine Show, written by Shel Silverstein. I can't touch the sun. I can't touch the clouds for you. I never reach the sun for you. I've never done the things that you need done for you. I stretched as high as I can reach. I guess I'm not the one for you. Cause I can't touch the clouds or reach the sun for you No, I can't reach the clouds or touch the sun I can't turn back time for you And make you sweet 16 again I can't turn your barren fields to green again And I won't sit around 
talk of how things might have been again. No, I can't turn back time and make you young again. I can't turn back time and make you young. I hope you find somebody who can do the things I didn't do and find the road I didn't find and build a brighter world for you. I hope you find somebody bold enough to reach and take a hold and guide your ever-changing mind and free your ever-rising soul. But I can't, no, no, I mind and see the things you're hoping for and I can't help you chase the dream you're groping for you say your arms are open wide but Lord knows who they're open for no I can't know your mind don't chase your dreams with you can't chase your dreams, oh no, you're mine. So say goodbye and don't look back. I've had some happy days with you. Sorry, I can't be the one who stays with you. And when they ask about me, you can say I was the one with you. Who never touch the clouds or reach the sun with you No, I can't reach the clouds or touch the sun I guess it's done I can't touch the sun for you Oh, oh, oh I can't touch the sun I can't, no, I can't Oh, oh no I can't touch the sun, no, 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 